Merry Christmas. You're listening to the Manchester Green New Deal podcast brought to you by brought to you by Green New Deal Media. I'm your host Andrew Glassford and I am joined by four friends of such lethal cunning that we could probably take down a conservative party from the inside if we blew a little bit too hard on the door. Uh starting off, we've got uh the most illustrious union organizer in the northwest, Lucy Burke. How are you, Lucy? I am all right. I- <laughs> Not feeling very illustrious, but um, I'll, I'll take any compliment right now. Anything, any scrap I'll well, that, take and be my, grateful for. My Christmas gift to you. Thank um, you very much. I'll take from, it. From the third sector, trying to support us all in local government, it's Sean Benstead. How are you, Sean? Hello. Hi, I'm good. Um, I'm actually about to do a kickboxing grading, so I'm only actually here because Ads told me he was going to do a motivational speech, and it turns out we're doing a Christmas episode, so... Um, <laughs> Bruce Lee's martial arts before we started, man. That that was it. Oh, sorry, I fell a kip at that point. Uh, <laughs> um, you've you, you, you've heard him and and his uh, <laughs> his historical knowledge of martial arts. Um, you may have seen his bow staff, and that's not a euphemism. It's Adam Williams. <laughs> how, how are you, Ads? I'm going to make the only one here in a Christmas jumper that I picked up a couple of years ago from a second-hand shop. So happy to wear that. I thought you would have been very anti-Christmas ads, you know, being a communist. <laughs> you know what? Listen, I've got kids. When you've got kids, it all changes, mate. Christmas is a bit of magic to Christmas. It's hard to replicate elsewhere. So when they, when they give it up, I'll give it up again. Got to get Christmas of the commune. And finally, uh, the, he's not won any awards, but we keep saying he's the best journalist in the North <laughs> It's Alex King. How are you doing, Alex? Absolute lie. I am feeling festive and a certain level of chilly in my house this evening. Well, yeah, you know, you should have got a better job and been able to pay, <laughs> pay for that eating bill. Yeah, uh, or I can sign myself jumper. to. Yeah, or bought yeah. a Christmas jumper. Um, I did this to myself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. So this episode is a roundup of the year. We want to talk about uh, what we've learned, what we were surprised about, our highs, our lows, everything in between, and what we expect for the next year. So let's start with, um, yeah, the rundown of the year. What what were people surprised about? You know, 2022, it's been pretty intense. We've had some of the worst extreme weather we've seen all across the globe. Terrible flooding in Pakistan, uh, in Central Africa. Uh, fires all across uh, Australia and Indonesia. Uh, we had COP27, and seemingly things are getting better, I will state. So who wants to go first? What were people surprised about this year? Sean? Um, the unlocking of dark Biden uh, and him <laughs> actually being successful with the Inflation Reduction Act uh, re- really surprised me, actually. Um, not that it's the best thing that, that could have ever been produced by Congress in relation to uh, decarbonisation, but yep. how the hell he managed to swing Joe Manchin is absolutely beyond me. Um mm. Well, and the and the shocking outcome of that that's happened in the last couple of days is that now Kirsty Cinema, who was the other half of the terrible two in the Democratic Party, which who was stopping the Inflation Reduction Act, has now left the Democratic Party and is an independent senator in Arizona, which is going to be an absolute nightmare because uh, she's big in the pocket of uh, Wall Street. So let's see what happens with her. Lucy, I think you were look, looking next. Yeah, I suppose I am. Will never stop being surprised people continue to be climate change deniers and in the face 
of all the evidence to the contrary. I never get, never stop being surprised by that. Plus the go ahead for the coal mine, Mm -hmm. which I think is absolutely like beyond unforgivable and horrific. And it's just amazing that people can be confronted with, with so much evidence and still question what's happening around us and that that's scary for me and the, the mm. argument about the coal mine seems to be that it's for steel production in the uk but then even the steel industry has said we don't need that coal so clearly it's like who, who is it for you know yeah, even what- the steel industry is saying it's like too toxic a, a steel it's too sulfurous they don't want it so we're essentially just producing coal for no reason Fantastic, mm. and, and this this will be this will be stuck with the new unitary council of Cumberland as well, which like they don't really have a say in it. They they you know the the existing county council shoved it back a couple of times, and now there's a new unitary council coming down the line, and they've they they've had no no view and no save uh, of this whatsoever. What what I would say about the coal mine, and this is this is sort of prefiguring. Kevin's episode that's coming out in January but what's the, the scary thing about that is that it's it's merely the tip of the iceberg the extractive iceberg insofar as the coal mine is going to release something like 250 million tonnes of CO2 over its lifetime whereas Jesus. all of all the combined emissions of all the planned UK based oil and gas projects would approach 1 billion tonnes so although a disgrace um, it's important to sort of keep in mind that there's actually like so much more of this happening than we kind of let on. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is terrifying. Yeah, personally, I don't think the coal mine will get dug um, for one reason or another, whether it's political, whether it's activists. Um, I just, maybe I'm kidding myself, I just cannot envision a new coal mine actually getting over the line and being dug. But as Alex has said there, we can't, solely focus on that because there's also oil and gas mm. and I think we have going for we have to be really really clever about about our resources as a, as a movement um, and not put all our eggs in, into one basket because as, again as Alex has said as much as the amount of carbon that it is going to produce it's actually dwarfed by what's already being funded with oil and gas we have to deal with that definitely but mm. also keep our focus on oil and gas as well. And to go, go to Sean's point earlier about Joe Biden, um, as much as the Inflation Reduction Act seems to have done, is doing wonders in the kind of like green tech zone, he's released thousands of licenses in the Gulf of Mexico for oil and gas drilling. So it's like the old switcheroo of doing, oh, look, we're doing all these great things. Look, I've made you an electric puppy. At the mm. same time, there's a puppy <laughs> chipping machine in the other room that they're just throwing... <laughs> Puppies into well, um, it, it, interestingly, the MP for the, the MP for Copeland, which is the constituency, of this, the, I think where this mine's going to be dug, is is justified it in terms of this is steel necessary for the transition. To to yeah yeah, which, which is which is a, a prime example of the old switcheroo that you're yeah. talking about. The old switcheroo, uh, isn't it? Being labelled net zero coal mine. <laughs> I did read no, that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's being coal. branded as. I mean, clean fuck coal. you now. That, that's like some Australian politics right there. Um, Ads, so anything else you were surprised by part of the coal mine? Surprised by, mate? I, I yeah. don't get surprised anymore. Listen, we've been in this game long enough. It's just 
Um, the coal mine was as close as I've been to being surprised because I, I did almost believe those days were over. But no, <laughs> no, I don't get surprised. And I, I, I wouldn't suggest anyone get surprised. Expect everything. Uh, but do get angry, guys, because um, that's what's going to you know, get people riled up and let's get some change happening in, in 2023. Speaking of change, if you're feeling that you're heavily loaded at the moment with change from Christmas, feel free to support us on Patreon at gndmedia.co.uk forward slash Patreon. Oh, that was classic. Uh, as smooth as it could be. Um, let, let's move on to maybe some good news from the year or, or our highlights, anything that people thought, you know what, that's actually really cool, even though we're in this big, dark, stinking doom hole. Uh, you can tell that I'm hungry, can't you? Uh what was it? What are people's highlights from this year? I've got to start with Alex. In terms of stuff we've put out, I really enjoyed the episode with uh, Drew Pendergrass and Troy Vitesi about their book Half Earth Socialism, uh, which came out this year, and it was like a fascinating deep dive on and challenge to neoliberal environmental thought and the case for eco-socialist planning. Um, so I thought that was a little glimmer of light in this kind of uh, epistemological nightmare that we find ourselves in. Shall we say? That's a much nicer way than what I said. Um, <laughs> and if people want to check out mine and Ads's Let's Play of Half of Socials in the Game, that's on YouTube. Yeah, it was uh, which was yeah. very fun. I've tried playing it since and still can't beat it. <laughs> Every time I end up being ousted in a coup in about 2040. Lucy, highlights of this year. You mean apart from you getting married? Did, does anybody yeah. know that Andrew got married this year? Lucy got married last year as well, guys. Although they did get married in front of a portrait of Oliver Cromwell's cousin. So um, that, that's a cancelable offence. Right. I think. So just, <laughs> just, just, just going in the dossier. Just, just Which you can pay £60 to get removed, you cheapskate. <laughs> and if you knew how expensive those candles were, every £60 counts, all right? <laughs> Um, well, that's true, isn't it? You could, you could have paid, or people do pay £60 I know. to have that portrait removed for the ceremony. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. What's my defence of this? There isn't any defence. Um, my defence is there was thousands of things going on that I was just trying to sort out my life. Any, anything else, par my wedding, Lucy, that you enjoyed? No, I just thought, I just thought because you didn't mention it very much, like... <laughs> I've tried to use it as a marketing tool for us and no one give a fuck if I'm honest. <laughs> um, I've been really pleased about um, some of the, I mean, like aside from the work that we've done together, which, you know, I, I really love, um, we've been working on a, a big unit on sort of climate change, climate justice at work. And I think things like that, I think working at, on a sort of curriculum, on sort of really producing informed, like helping to support people to be informed citizens is, is integral to what we need to do. And so I'm glad we've really glad we've had the opportunity to do that and that we've got trade union representation now on sort of environmental strategy boards at the university. And um, I, th I, I think that's hopeful as well. So. I, I do think there's good work going on in the trade union movement and it was a real delight to listen to Hazel Nolan um, when we went to the World Transformed as well. I thought she was really interesting and that whole panel was massively in insightful and um, yeah, yeah. I I, that, that was a, a real sort of highlight. Yeah, we're, we're going to try and get Hazel on the show next year because 
her perspective on like trade unionism and the just transition is it's just so clear and straightforward and there's no like wishy-wash of like being indecisive you're just like people have to have a, a earning and have to have be able to have their lives cutting through this kind of bullshit which i really appreciated at the time as well yeah, me too. Um, She's great. Hazel yeah. Nolan from the GMB, we should yeah, say. So. GMB. Yeah. Very rare the GMB gets a shout out on this podcast, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> ads, highlight of the year. You know what? I've got a couple, mate. Um, I always enjoy speaking to Kai, Kai Heron. He always gets me going, always makes me think that there's another way it's possible. So I appreciate that, bro. Uh, but also as well, I have to give a shout out to our Alex here because, you know, a year ago, married? no, <laughs> a year, better, better. <laughs> a year ago, we were just a podcast. Yeah. And now we're very much a, and also a, a, a platform that, that can actually commission, which is insane. I mean, you know, when you think about where we started, we can actually now commission activists to come and write for us. And when I was emailing someone about it the other day, I asked him how many people we've, we've commissioned. And it was 19 people, you know, 19 activists that have got something important to say. And we've been able to give them a platform. That's down to Alex. He's our editor-in-chief. He puts loads of effort in the background that people don't even realise. When the article gets released, it goes through a massive process, which is predominantly Alex. Um so it's, it's kind really of doubled the capacity of the things that we're doing. That is absolutely fantastic. So I'm really excited about, about commissioning more activists in the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also as well, you know, we're looking to do live events in the future, aren't we? And that's going to be, I hope that's going to be something we're known for as well. I want us to be known for podcasts. I want us to be known for articles. And I want us to be known for, for live events. So, um, yeah, lo- you know, Triple those threat. three things in particular you know big highlights for me cool man yeah and just on 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 that note you know we only started putting i think articles out in april yeah so alex have been doing all this since then and yeah i i kind of see them as the go up on the website and it's brilliant and the fact that you're saying we can afford to pay people from all the people that support us on patreon patreon we can we can pay people to actually write articles which is amazing so you get real bang for your buck at this podcast Slash media empire. Best <laughs> um, pound a month you'll ever spend. Come on, guys. Sean, <laughs> uh, quickly, you've got to go shortly. What was your highlight of the year? It doesn't have to be GND media focused at all. Uh, no, hated it. Worst year of life. No, I'm great, joking. Fantastic. Uh, I, I, <laughs> no, um, I will say two, two, two GND media related uh, events uh, or outputs because, because uh, yeah. I'm a boring guy, but um, it, what, what, one was uh, when me and yourself, Andrew, went down to Greenwich to PEF, Progressive Economy Forum, and we oh, filmed yes. that video and spoke to people from Commonwealth, spoke to Anne Pettifor, and spoke to my colleagues from Claire's as well, and engaged with so many, so many broad ideas about about environmental politics, about economic policy, about about everything. Really, it was it was a, a good old time. Even though our train got cancelled, and we um end up out on, out on the lash. I say even though, that was actually the best bit. Um, <laughs> the, the second highlight was actually the Right right to Rome episode that me and Ads did, I think, uh, because that yeah. provided a nice bridge for me between, you know, uh, I'm really interested in issues of land ownership at work, uh, but it also really connected deeply to uh, GRT activism and GRT campaigns, which is my other life, uh, as you can see by the massive fucking flag behind me. Um 
but yeah, it was a beautiful episode uh, with great activists and and yeah, everyone should check out that campaign yeah. uh, and the episode if you haven't listened to it. Amazing. And we're going to go out with Sean. We're going to go and I hope others will as well. We're going to go on one of these rights of Rome's and do a bit of trespassing and interview a few people and, uh, you know, really struck a chord with me as well. Alex, quickly, your highlight of the year before we wrap this baby up. I went first. Who did I miss? Lucy, Sean, Ad. Yourself. Yourself, mate. Me. Come yeah, on, buy yeah. a highlight. highlight? Well, obviously I got married. Um, um, <laughs> um, any last things people want to say as we go into twenty twenty three? What are they? We've had a lot of highlights for stuff we want to, want to happen, but you know, what are you? What do you really want to dig your teeth into? We've got a quick, quick fire round. So let's get, let's start with Sean. What do you want to happen in twenty twenty three? M- more. <laughs> Great. Ads. Ads. What do you want to happen in twenty twenty three? I want to do community live events. I want to talk in working class areas to working class people about how the hell we can turn this climate crisis around because, as everybody knows, without the working class, we're doomed. Yeah, we've got to be fully committed on board and uh, I want us to start engaging working class people in work, working class areas. Brilliant. Lucy? I want everybody to stop talking about growth and start talking about redistribution. God, yeah, work's going to kill me now that I didn't say that, Lucy. Well, I was hoping that after you were saying more, Sean, that someone would just say less. <laughs> yeah. Alex? I don't know. Uh, videos. I'd like, I thought, like you say, the PEF video was, abs- was excellent. And I feel like that's a uh, fertile new ground for us. Well, we did a video for Labour Conference and TWT, but it's just not really its head because... I've been super busy, and if I'm honest, there wasn't wasn't really that much. By the time I got around to start editing it, it was like two months later, and <laughs> no one gives a fuck after Labour Conference after yeah. two months. Like the panel was good, um, but yeah, we'll do more video stuff, and we'll get out in the world, and we'll do Fox Pops, and we'll speak to people in in the burbs and whatnot about climate change. Uh, yeah, I think that's everything. I think that's a beautiful roundup of the year. Happy New Year, everybody! We'll see you in 2023. Well, how do we how do we finish ads? Finish it off, please. I forgot how we do it. He, he said he's singing Flea's Never Dad. <laughs> Have you got lyrics? On? <laughs> Lee, Lee's not your dad. <laughs> listen, as ever, listen. If you're doing anything at all for this planet, yeah, we love you. We appreciate you. We hope you'll join us again in 2023. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Beautiful. Cheers. Cheers. We'd like to say thank you to all our ace supporters on Patreon with a special shout out to Angela Brown, Barbara Burke, Jill Burke, Guillermund and Kaylee Woods Harley. If you'd like to join these amazing people and support our show, head to patreon.com forward slash GND Media UK.